Welcome to Not Another Teen Drama, a podcast where we analyze the evolution of teen shows from the 90s until today. We're your hosts, Amy and Gina, and we're on a quest to watch the pilot episode of every teen drama. Today, we made it to the year 2020, and we will be discussing the pilot episode of Party of Five. Party of Five premiered on January 8th, 2020 on Freeform and ran for one season. It follows the five Acosta children as they navigate daily struggles after their parents are deported back to Mexico. So we have another remake. Mm-hmm. And also the first show of 2020. Yes, very exciting for both. Mm. Um, so what what do you know about Party of Five? Have you watched it? This one. Obviously, we watched the original <laughs> right. back back in the day. <laughs> No, I I haven't seen this one, but I remember when it was coming out, and then there was a lot of hype for it. Um, yeah, and yeah, of course I know the the premise because I've seen the original one. But great, yeah, I I watched this. I think last year okay. I watched all all ten episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I liked it. Um, I haven't watched like the, all of the original, only the pilot for our show, but um, it seemed from the pilot like the like it it's pretty like spot on to the original. Like the main difference, obviously, is the parents are alive. Yeah. Um, but besides that, like I feel like the character ages and personalities are pretty similar to the original characters. Yeah, I was surprised that. Like, yeah, the characters seem to be a one-to-one match Yeah, mm-hmm. to the original ones. Of course, they have different names and everything, but... Yeah. Pretty similar. Yeah. And I did read that it had pretty... Like, for the people that watched it, there were pretty good reviews. Um, but it was one of the least watched shows on any Disney-owned network. Oh, no. So... It just didn't get high viewership, but, like, the people that did watch it really liked it. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's yeah. sad, because this one only got one season, and right. I think the original one had six seasons. So it's yeah. much more successful. Yeah. And, I mean, I thought, I mean, watching all the episodes, like, I thought the stories were compelling, you know? Like, all mm-hmm. of the um, storylines for all the different characters. So, like, I don't really know why it didn't reminisce or like didn't like 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 pe- viewers didn't relate to it or something i don't know yeah um, i did see something that said oh this show should have come out in like 2016 2017 mm. when there was more you know discussion about deportation and you know there was higher tensions i guess about yeah. like the wall and things like that I get, I mean, I guess so, but 2020, like, Trump was still president, right? (laughs) Yeah, like, he was still president in January of 2020. on the way out. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, and I even think now, in 2023, like, discussion of deportation is still a big topic. Like, it's not like it went away. So that's, that's an interesting take, I think. But yeah. I do understand the point of, like, maybe it would have gotten more views in 2016. I don't know. But I do think it is an interesting, like, twist on the original. Because mm-hmm. this is, like, probably more real. Not, it's not realistic, but, like, this is happening. Like, actively happening to families right. in it's America currently. Like, it's less likely topic. for. Right. It's less likely for both your parents to die in a car crash. I don't know. Maybe yeah, it's I not. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's less likely. But... Is it less likely? I don't know. I feel like that's like a pretty like low, low. Um, yeah, I don't know the statistics. But statistics. I mean, people die in car crashes pretty often. I don't know how often it's like both parents, but. Yeah, I guess that's true. I should just not talk out of my ass like that. But... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I don't know. It just feels like not very likely for both parents to die in the same car crash. But maybe, yeah, maybe that I'm would wrong. be that would be very unfortunate. That's yeah. Sad. But um, yeah. But this one is a, it it has a different feel because because they're like still alive. 
Um, so I feel like the right. kids would react in kind of a different way. Yeah. You know? And, like, in the original, the parents were already dead, right? Like, when the show yeah. starts. Yeah. And in this one, like, the family's fully together. And then in the episode, in the pilot episode, we see the parents get deported. Mm-hmm. So it's like you kind of see how the family dynamic is and then how it changes and in the original it's kind of like you never saw the parents mm-hmm. that's true yeah i think the original one starts six months after so they they already have a little bit of time to settle mm-hmm. you know but this one it yeah we see it happen so they're they're just going through it yeah and i do think there is like we'll get into it in this episode but they're because the parents are alive it kind of allows for some like interesting like storytelling as far as like like when in the original when like the parents die it's like i forget what their character's name is but like the oldest one that's 24 like there's no choice but for him to take care of the baby and take care of his younger siblings like there's no one else there right yeah um but in this one it's kind of a question like do the parents take the baby to mexico with them or not like that's an option here Mm -hmm. and like so it's kind of like you know i don't think is there a right or wrong answer probably not but it is like an interesting story i think yeah yeah i definitely want to talk more about that later because i thought it was an interesting choice too Yeah. yeah um but we can get to the character breakdown um, so we have Emilio Acosta, played by Brandon Laracuente, and he is the oldest brother. He's 24. He's in a band called The Natural Disasters, mm-hmm. and he's kind of, like, out on his own and hooks up with a lot of girls. Yeah, he's a, he's a womanizer. A womanizer, <laughs> so he says a playboy. different girls coming home, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and also... Um, I was excited to see him because he was in 13 Reasons Why as the best character in the show, Jeff. Oh, my God. From season one. Yeah. He was Jeff. I was like, who was he in 13 Reasons Why? I think. Yes. I actually didn't look this up, but I think that actor's in The Good Doctor now. Oh, good for him. Because I, I see the previews of The Good Doctor after The Bachelor, and I feel like he's in it. <laughs> but... Um, you know what I also learned? This is totally random, but The what? Good Doctor takes place in San Jose. Oh, yeah. I didn't know I that. that. I think, like, one of the first scenes is him arriving in, like, San Jose airport. Airport, lol. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 like, when I found that out, I, like, Googled it, and then there was, like, an article, like, a Mercury News article that was, like, it's very inaccurate, and I was, like, nice. <laughs> <laughs> About San Jose? Yeah. Or the... <laughs> About San Jose, because they have, like, I mean, they have made up locations in it, which, like, sure, like, you know, uh-huh. you're not going to, like, be, like, you're not going to slander, like, a hospital or something, but apparently they, like, the, like, just, like, the geography is all wrong. Mm. Like, it'll be, like, oh, if we drove to San Francisco, it's going to take three hours, and it's, like, that's, Wait, that's, what? that's not true. <laughs> exactly. It's, like, what are you talking Maybe about? Maybe if you go, like, directly during rush hour or something. I don't know. Maybe. But, but even so, like. Yeah, like, it wouldn't take that long. No. Yeah, so I was like, that's funny. Anyways, that's not relevant here. But yeah, okay, <laughs> good for good for good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then we have Beto Acosta, played by Nico Gordado, and he is sixteen, second oldest, with his uh, I was gonna say cousin. I don't know why I was gonna say that. With his twin sister Lucia Acosta, played by Emily Tosta, um, and she's also sixteen. Um, obviously because they're twins, but Beto is kind of the, like, like, I don't know if he's, like, a slacker, but, like, he just doesn't, like, he's not as academic, and so he's, like, failing all of his classes, but he, we kind of get a hint of it in this episode that he's more of, like, the nurturing type, like, he's better with, like, the kids. He's more responsible, definitely, than his older brother. Oh, yeah. At least at this point. Yes. Um, and that's, like, I remember, like, in the pilot of the original, gosh, I don't know any of their names, but, like, this character, Bailey. he was, like, bu- Bailey, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. he was, like, buying the car, he was, like, right. that was, like, his thing in the pilot, um, and so in this one, like, and Beto's, like, kind of taking responsibility for the restaurant, 
mm-hmm. while Emilio is like playing his co- concerts and stuff. Yeah. And I think it's kind of funny because he is like working on the finances and stuff, but he's also failing math. So Right. I'm not sure if he was the best person to work on the finances. Yeah. I mean, he does give, you know, he does smartly give Valentina some work to do. And Valentina is the younger sister um, who's in seventh grade. So she's like 12, um, played by L. Paris Legaspi. And she is in ninth grade math. Like they say that very specifically in this episode. She, she's a smarty. She's very smart. Um, and Lucy is also very academic. Yeah, um, but she, it seems like she's taking the loss of their parents the hardest, or, like, she's having the most, like, personality change. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, Beto wants to keep stability for Valentina, but um, Lucia's kind of like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. <laughs> well, nothing matters anymore, which yeah, yeah. they're both kind of valid reactions. Um, I didn't get an actor for the baby, but we have Rafa, who's the baby, and that's it. I don't. I didn't find an actor on Wikipedia. I didn't actually look it up, so I don't know. But yeah, it's yeah, a named baby actor. A named baby. <laughs> um, who it, he yeah. has his like first birthday in this, right? Yes, he's like a one-year-old baby. Yes. So. Yeah. Um, then we have Javier Acosta, played by. Bruno Bashir, who is the dad. He runs the restaurant. Um, and then we have Gloria Acosta, played by Fernanda Rejola, and she is the mom. Um, and both... So the parents came to America when Emilio was one. Mm-hmm. So Emilio has DACA status, um, which is something we also discussed in the roswell new mexico one right was that part of that yes i think so right because right. she was, she was also... and then her dad was undocumented yeah she's like worried about her her dad yeah yeah so similar topic but that came out a little bit earlier um but yeah so parents are undocumented emilio has daca status and the rest of them are u.s citizens yes That's everyone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, we see a couple of Emilio's, like, girlfriends, but... They don't stick around. I don't, yeah, I don't know if they'll <laughs> stick around. <laughs> the only other character is Vanessa, who becomes the hostess at the restaurant, but mm. she's not, like... She's not in this episode, but she actually does become a character. Okay. Um, throughout the, the show. Okay, But yeah, that, yeah, those are the main people. Just the family. Yes. Okay. Well, we can get into the plot. Emilio makes out with Marnie backstage before performing with his band, The Natural Disasters. Lucia hangs out with her friends, and Beto takes the bus home. Beto was cut from his sports team because he was failing Spanish. Valentina is in seventh grade, but is in ninth grade math, so her parents want to celebrate. Javier gets a call from the pizzeria across the street to warn him about ICE. ICE arrests Javier and Gloria and takes them away. Yeah. Uh, so we kind of just get a brief overview of like what all the kids are up to. And then at the end of this scene is ICE comes in and we learn this later, but basically like, I don't know what the name of their restaurant is called, but then, like, so their, like, restaurant and then the pizzeria across the street have kind of, like, a deal where it's, like, if you hear ice, if you hear something about ice, you'll call and warn the other, like, person. Um, So that's why he gets a call and then he goes to the back in the kitchen to be, like, hey, anyone that's undocumented, like, get out of here right now. Mm -hmm. Um, So that, like, any of his, like, staff doesn't get um, uh, deported. Um, but so I guess like ISIS come in a few times to like check out his staff and like no one's ever, you know, everything's been fine, but they've never like Javier and Gloria have never been questioned, but now it's different. And yeah. Yeah. When he was 
like Javier goes to the, the kitchen and like tells everyone like oh ice is coming I thought he was like planning on hiding as well but then no he like he, he's like oh I'm the I'm the owner and he just like you know goes with them so I was like oh. yeah I I wonder if it's like a you know like a man goes down with the ship type mm-hmm. of situation like he is there to like run the restaurant and protect his staff and so he's gonna like sacrifice himself if needed type of thing yeah um but it's very traumatic for valentina who's just like trump like just watching her parents get taken away and then she's right. the only one left with her baby brother and she's like 12 like right no and, no thank you yeah and and all of the kids were supposed to be at dinner together, but right. but I guess the three oldest were just like, no, I'm gonna do my own thing today. Yeah, because they have that's that's also the same thing from the original was like Sunday night dinners. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's their like tradition. Um, but yeah, other people are too busy, yeah, doing things, being teenagers and older. <laughs> and older <laughs> and older <laughs> but like also it's like so weird because like, you know th- this is gonna like sound insane uh-huh. but like we're the when we did uh like party of five the first time yes. were we 24 does that add up or were we <sighs> That was 2021, right? Right. It is 2023 right now. I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. Because, like... Because we we must have done it before my birthday. Or... It it was either... I would have either had just turned 25 or I was still 24. Right. I'm not exactly sure when that episode came out. Well, I guess, like... So, my point is that, like, Emilio is 24. Yeah. And, like, we're 26 now, and so, like, thinking of, like, being responsible for four kids, including an infant, like, at the age of 24 is absolutely wild. Like, yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah. Also, because he's not prepared at all. You know, there's, like, no, no. warning in these, right. you know, <laughs> just, like, kind of happens, so he doesn't right. have time to, like, you know, become yeah. more organized or something. Yeah, I also think it's a bit, like, like, your parents are still, like, there and capable of taking care of you, right? It's not, like, in the original where it's, like, okay, your parents, like, have passed. Like, there's no way to get them back. And in this one, Uh it's, like, the government is the one causing this, you know? It's not, like, a twist of fate or something. It's, like, the policies of like the US government are causing their family yeah. to be separated. So yeah, it almost feels like for no reason. Yeah. You like know? this could be like we could solve this. And we kind of see that later with like they have the lawyer and the hearing and everything. Um but it's like like you're helpless when they're like could be something to do. Like hypothetically, yeah. your parent like their parents could physically come back to America. But obviously that's not, like, at the moment legally possible. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's... I think, yeah, if, if this was me, I would feel more resentment, maybe, towards the government. Yeah. Right. Like, in and the it... first, yeah, in the first one, you know, there's nothing to do about it. Right. Like, the parents exactly. are gone. So, yeah. Yeah. But it's, like, like two different, like, two different types of grief, right? Like, the grief of... Like, they're both, like, losses. They're just, like, different. So it, people are going to, like, grapple with that differently. Yeah. But. And this one um, also has the element of the unknown because you don't know what's mm-hmm. going to happen with your parents. You know, right. they could come back. They could never come back. Yeah. I, uh... I read, um... I forget her name. I read her, like, memoir. She's, like, she was in, like, Orange is the New Black and in uh, Jane the Virgin. I forget the actress's name. But Mm -hmm. 
I like read her memoir and she like talked about like her parents getting deported when she was a kid and like it's like yeah it's a lot of just like uncertainty because like for her I remember like her mom got deported and then she came back and then she got deported again and like so it's just like a lot of like thrash you know because you just like there's never stability in that type of scenario Mm -hmm. um and then, like, in her memoir, she talked about, like, how she was, like, so angry, like, at her, at her mom and at her parents for, you know, like, oh, you knew, like, you were undocumented, like, you you put me through this. Like, she had that anger towards them. And, like, as an adult, she was able to look back and, like, you know, understand, like, the failures of the system rather than the failures of her parents. But it's, like, for a kid to, like, have to understand how like why that's happening there's like like misplaced anger you know yeah i yeah i definitely feel like for kids like no matter the reason if your parents aren't there it's mm-hmm. like very tough you know 100%. even if there's like a good reason for them not being there it's still it still hurts the right. same so yeah yeah that's really tough 100%. yeah yeah Six weeks later, the Acosta siblings are still on their own. Emilio brings home his hookup Alice because she offered to watch Rafa. They are finally going to see their parents at the detention center this weekend. At school, Lucia gets mad at her history teacher for making her retake a test and storms out of class. Beto skips school to manage the restaurant and realizes he is late paying the staff. Yeah, we see Emilio. He's, like, still doing the same thing he was doing before his parents mm-hmm. got deported. Um, yeah, he's just, like, bringing random girls by the house and not taking care of his siblings. So yeah. he's not he's not doing a great job stepping up to the plate. Yeah, like, dishwasher's broken. They're, like, out of groceries. <laughs> like, it's, like, all, all this stuff. And he's, like... Because I, I also see, like... Like you said, Emilio was not expected to, like, have this, these responsibilities on such short notice. So it's, like, he's trying to, like, handle the, oh, uh, you know, I want to live my own life, but I also have to step up. But I don't want to give up my current life for this. And then there's also the uncertainty of, like, maybe the de- deportation will get reversed and I don't even have to worry about this anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah, but he's not, not yeah. doing so and hot at the moment. He even has his own place that he usually lives at, right? So mm-hmm. I guess, <laughs> like, his siblings are just living at home by themselves. So. Yeah, I think that's that was, like, the same storyline from the original, right? Like, the oldest. Yeah, I think so. Um, But he, like... What was he doing? He was working in, like, construction or something. Mm-hmm. And they were like, that's not making enough money. You need, like, a better job. And in this one, he, like, wants to be a in a band. And it's like, that's not realistic. Right. And yeah, in the first one, he's, he's, like, op- he's, like, the opening act for, like, another artist at a small venue. So uh, they're not... Oh, in the original s- show? No, 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 in this one. Like, oh, we see oh, them. Yeah, yeah. He's, like, open he's like the opening act right mm, at like yeah, this yeah. small club so yeah. i don't think they're you know Making that famous money. yeah yeah <laughs> they're not getting yeah, paid and, a lot and he leaves for like three days at one point to like go perform so he's like not even in the area yeah he and, said he's like making money yeah we don't even see where like rafa is because um, i think there's daycare He's at daycare. Oh, he has a daycare? Yeah, he likes... Because they say, like, why didn't you fix the dishwasher yet, Emilio? And he's like, well, I found Rafa daycare. Okay. (laughs) okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I was like, like, who's taking care of this kid? Like, Alice? Like, the whole time? (laughs) Well, yeah, when he was gone for three days and he came back, this is later, but, like, yeah. Like, like, Alice was still there. I was like... Yeah. I was like... Are you paying her? Like, what's going on? Eventually, they do get a nanny, I Mm. think. Which was a big plot point in the original, was, like, getting a nanny. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like, in this one, Beto has to hire, 
like staff for the restaurant, for the restaurant. but in the original one Beto is the one hiring the nanny yes well yeah because in the original there was like a co-owner of the restaurant that like took over so they never had to yeah. worry about the restaurant mm-hmm. um but yeah and in the original they have like a life insurance or something right like they had money from their parents and this one obviously oh, that's probably. not a, that's not yeah. the case um but yeah but it is kind of a similar um thing because he hires the hostess and she becomes a love interest for Emilio. And in the original, like, Bailey hires the nanny. And the nanny becomes a love interest for Jack from Lost. <laughs> I don't forget yes. what the character's name is in, uh, in, in Party Wait, What five, is his name? I forgot. I but. Yeah. yeah so, so it is, like, it's very big parallels. Which, like, yeah. it's kind of fun. Like, because mm-hmm. it's enough that it's, like, the characters are more, are definitely, like, original. Like, they're different characters. But the parallels are like kind of like a cute nod yeah. to the original. Yeah. So I think if you're a fan of the original one, like if you watch this, you would have a lot of fun connecting yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. And you'd also like probably just like learn stuff, right? Like, like it's, you're going to learn more about a family that deals with like having undocumented family members in the original where it's just like a rich white family in San Francisco. Um, yeah. That's the other thing. They're in LA in this one. Yeah. Unfortunately, no longer in SF. But yeah. I guess they, because they want to make it easier for them to see the parents, I think. Right. So they're closer to the border. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Because they're going to go to yeah. Tijuana, I think, is what they say. Um, yeah. So going from LA to Tijuana is like four three hours, hours three to four hours, probably. So. Yeah, um, so not as bad. It's, like, doable. Um, like, much more doable than San Francisco. <laughs> um, yeah, I was thinking about it. Like, if... Cause like, all the kids except for Emilio are citizens, right? Mm-hmm. So they could theoretically, like, get a passport, right? And go to yes. Mexico and see their parents. Yeah, so that that comes up later. Oh, okay. Um, where they do go visit their parents, but Amelia can't go. Yeah. Which is, like... That sucks. An interesting, like, wrinkle. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. That just, like, whole thing is, like... Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know, like, the intricacies of DACA, but, like, that's... A, that's... Uh, I don't know. It's just, like, so wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't think they can leave the country, right? I don't think so. Yeah. And then if they like break the law at all, they'll get deported, um. I'm pretty sure. Cuz I remember like there was an episode of Grey's Anatomy where like someone like ran a red light and they were on DACA and so they were going to get deported. Oh wow. Um which like how realistic is that? I don't actually know. Like I don't know like if that is like really ha- mm-hmm. if that really would really happen, but um that's what Grey's Anatomy said, so <laughs> I trust everything that happens yeah, in Grey's Anatomy. Exactly, exactly, exactly. That's where I get all my medical knowledge. Right. <laughs> they go to visit their parents, and and they are hopeful the deportation ruling will be reversed. Lucia is less optimistic. Emilio leaves for a few days to perform with his band, and when he gets back, Alice breaks up with him. Beto in- interviews to find a new hostess for the restaurant. Lucia goes to detention for the first time. Emilio meets with the vice pr- principal and she threatens to call CPS. Yeah, so they're able to visit their parents in the deportation, not deportation, the detention center for people that are getting deported. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that's like sad to see them in there because it's like, I, when I was in college, I was, like, I volunteered with this, like, charity that would go to, like, detention centers like this mm-hmm. and, like, go, like, people at the detention center could sign up to, like, be, to, like, get visited. And so then, like, you would get matched with someone and then you would go visit them. So, like, if they didn't oh. have, like, uh, they didn't have anybody, they didn't have family or anything to come mm-hmm. visit, then, like, someone from this, like, 
uh, nonprofit would come visit and like talk to them. It was kind of difficult because like a lot of them, a lot of people, like there there was a language barrier. Mm. Um, so you know you're just kind of there to listen. Um, but it was just like really sad because like everyone I talked to, like they were fleeing whatever country they came from. Oh, like yeah. They were, like, you know, fleeing persecution for, you know, whatever reason. And so it's, like, they're just trying to, like... And this is, like, true for most of the people in this situation, right? They're just trying to make a better life for themselves or for their family or whatever. And America is, like, nope, we're going to lock you up. And, you know... And, like, also they get, like, moved from, like, place to place sometimes. So it's, like... Oh. Like, if they are at, like, a detention center near their family they could get moved to a different one so then like it's too far for their family to come visit or something like so it it's just like you know there's i mean there's like issues with like the prison industrial complex like in general but like especially at these centers where it's like they didn't harm anyone you know (laughs) like they're not a violent criminal they're just like happen to be there without like the proper documentation yeah um so so are so why are people like having to be detained for so long or do they need to be like is it for like a court case or is it like, i just, don't like the know. legal process I th- yeah i think or it's it just a legal process mm. i don't know like because like obviously in this like they get initially arrested and then like they're six weeks later is when they have the hearing yeah um i do think like all of the people have or or at least they're supposed to have some type of legal hearing right before Mm. they're like actually like deported back to like their home country um does that always happen i don't know but i don't know i don't know how long the people i visited i don't remember like how long they had been there or like you know all of that but um yeah it's just like, also, because of the language barrier, I imagine, like, a lot of them... I mean, not that they don't understand, but it's, like, even more isolating to, like, maybe be the only one that, like, speaks a certain language. Because I remember one of the guys I talked to was, like, from Somalia. Mm. Um, I mean, maybe... I don't know. Like, I mean, I imagine there's probably a lot of people from South America. So, like, at least, like, if you speak Spanish, then there's probably other people that speak Spanish. But... Yeah. other countries i don't know how how many people there are from like across the atlantic or across the pacific i guess so yeah it's um, very isolating yeah so it's just like which like is like great that there are nonprofits that are doing that right which is like sad that we have to provide that service like a nonprofit has to provide that like th- there's a need for that like there shouldn't even be a need right because yeah. no one should be in that situation yeah um but it was like it was an interesting um, experience to volunteer with them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't have even thought about that, you know, like, I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah. I hadn't either. Yeah. I learned about it in one of my classes. Like we did like a nonprofit project in one of my classes and like you were paired up with a nonprofit and then you like volunteered with them and then you like wrote like a, you like did a project with them. Um, and I, you know, there were, it was, I had no idea. And then I did it and I was like, wow, this is like intense and like like i did it like two or three times mm-hmm. um but like the ladies that ran it they like you know did it all the time and like i think you have to like i don't know you'd be like really tough because <laughs> like i don't know i was like it's like an emotional yeah, yeah. emotional Very. it's taxing emotionally mm-hmm. but yeah. anyways that's i mean this episode's kind of kind of depressing so i mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> bring it let's bring it back uh <laughs> yeah uh. yeah so alice breaks up with him because he was texting some other girl and then signed her boobs so i know that's, that's a fun that's a fun oh, like emilio bit <laughs> <laughs> like, like cheating on his girlfriend who's also like watching his watching younger his brother. brother oh my goodness and she's like 
he has a doctor's appointment. Like, he's like, Ruff has a doctor's appointment. He has Thrush. You have to meet with the vice principal. Like, she, like, has all of his tasks for him. I was like, girl, you were too good. Like, yeah. he did not deserve like, you. Emilio, you should have tried harder to keep her because she was giving you, like, free free childcare. <laughs> yeah, truly. Truly. Uh, uh. And then Beto's still doing all the work at the restaurant, which I'm kind of like, Emilio, how did you not realize this was happening? Like, who did you think was running the restaurant? Like, what? I know. <laughs> And yeah, so he's skipping school all the time, which is not good. Um, right. So he's and 16 years old. Yeah, he Should interviews in Vanessa, and Vanessa's like, I am doing my master's in psychology, but I have no work experience. And like, she literally has never had a job. I was like, girl. Like, if you're yeah. on your master's, you're at least 22. Like, you should have at least worked at a restaurant before. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, she says her parents, like, really spoiled her and yeah. like, helped her out. So, but, okay. yeah, I'm like, mo- most people have, like, at least a part-time job in right. college. Right. Like, I mean, if not for money, just, like, to do something to with your something time. something on your resume. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we worked in high school, like, part-time. So. True. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. but Beto has a crush on her, so he's like, you're hired, let's do yeah. this, which yeah. is basically what Bailey and the nanny happened in the original. Yeah. Um, At first but, I felt bad yeah. for him, but then I'm like, oh yeah, he's 16, and she's probably like 20-something, right? Yeah, which so is like, why like she becomes a love interest for, for Emilio. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, sorry, um, Bailey. Not and Bailey, Beto. Beto. And then Beto's, like, really, like, jealous. He's like, you betrayed me. It's like, dude, you're a child. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go date someone at your high school, please. Yeah, truly. Um, yeah, and then Lucy gets detention for yelling at her teacher because, like, apparently, like, people cheated on it. So then he cheated on the test so that he made everyone retake it. And she was like, I didn't cheat. I'm not retaking this. Mm-hmm. And, like... Like, I was like, okay, like, good for you for standing up for yourself, I guess. She has detention. Yeah. I feel like getting detention is, like, not that big of a deal. Like, once. Um, no. But- <laughs> like, she's a good student. Like, yeah, it's, it's like, fine. It's, it's whatever. And then, like, Emilio has to meet with the vice principal, and she's, like, threatens to call CPS, which I thought was interesting, because, like, do these people have no empathy for their parents getting deported? Like, I get it. Like, it, you, like... It's good that, like, a school administrator is looking out for kids, but, like, and I do think it may, it makes sense to be concerned that, like, Beto's, like, missing school, but, like, to call CPS, like, unless they have, like, I mean, okay, maybe I'm wrong, like, I don't, I mean, I think there are reasons definitely to call CPS, but, like, if the kids aren't, like, malnourished or, like, beaten up or something, like, is it, like, a reason to call CPS if, like, she, like Lucia gets detention once and then, like, Beto misses a few days of school? Like, I don't know. I feel like that's a kind of extreme at that point. Like, if it continued that's on, true. sure. Like, I feel like yeah. at this point, it's kind of, like, give Emilio a warning, which I guess she did, but it's, like, C- CPS does get called eventually. So, like, you know. Yeah. I mean, I... It's, like, not a great situation for the kids, but for... Beto and Lucia, who are 16, I'm like, I wouldn't... Right. Like, it, like if Valentina was, like, you know, really acting out, then maybe I'd be, like, more worried about her. Because yes. she's, you know, 7th grade. But, like, they're 16. Like, they right. they they would act out anyways. You know, right. like, 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 calling CPS is not going to do anything. Right. Like, if Valentina was missing school a lot, then it's kind of like, okay, like, she can't drive. Like, she is reliant on an adult. Like, Beto and Lucia, like, I mean, I don't actually know if they can drive, but, like, they're 16. Like, they could if they had a license. Yeah. Like, they're able to have a license. And, like, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of, like, don't know what. It would, it would probably do more harm than good. I mean, like, if they were taken away or something, but, like. Right. Exactly. um, Exactly. But, yeah, I think it's just, like, a wake-up call for Emilio. Right, like, 100%. Which, like, I think is fair. Up. Yeah. Like, it's fair to, like, give him a warning. Be like, you gotta, you gotta step it up. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Like, also, like, I'm pretty sure in, like, some states, like, you can legally, like, drop out of school at 16. So, like... Yeah, I mean, you could get emancipated. Right. right at 16. Um, right. But... It's, like, yeah, it's a bit extreme if <laughs> for two 16-year-olds that are... You know, mildly acting out. Yeah. 
And I, honestly, Lucia didn't do anything like that terrible. <laughs> like, right. Exactly. Like she, was, she was like, I didn't cheat. So like, you know, like, yeah. stop, stop accusing me of cheating when I didn't cheat. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's definitely more concerning that, like, Beto's failing and missing school. Like, that's... Yeah, I'd be like... <laughs> like, definitely, like, more... Like, calling CPS, I don't know, but, like, definitely, like, calling Emilio in is, like, fair. Yeah. Valentina reviews the books at the restaurant, and they are a mess. Emilio goes to a top immigration lawyer to beg her to help them, and she agrees. They have dinner for Rafa's birthday, but Lucia skips it. When they get home, they see Lucia through a party, and Beto and Emilio are pissed. Yeah. Unfortunately, I guess the dad was not great at keeping <laughs> books <laughs> or keeping right. you know, the, the finances straight at the restaurant. Yeah. Um, which is why they don't have enough money to pay the staff. Yeah. And later we find out that he was actually, like someone else i don't know if it was the guy that owns the pizzeria or like someone else he knew like they put the liquor license under their name like the other person's name because like javier couldn't get a liquor license because he was undocumented oh uh so they like put it under someone else's name and that guy was kind of like ripping javier off like he was like oh like i'll put my name on the liquor license but you owe me like these monthly payments or whatever so like that was like part of the reason like they didn't have like money to spare mm. was because like a bunch of money was going to I think it was like Javier's friend but it's like he was ripping him off um but but yeah they basically are like what do we do like we don't have enough money and like some of the workers are like willing to work without pay until they figure it out other people are quitting understandably yeah. and yeah. like Oscar's kind of like the main like head I don't know if he's like head chef or what but like he's like seems like the guy that's been there the longest and kind of like knows how it's run and stuff but and he's kind of like you know you gotta like kind of hurry it up but i'm willing to stay for you know a bit till you figure out the money yeah and the dad said they had the restaurant for like 18 years or something yeah 20 years i don't know how long but a while they've been having it for a long time um so yeah that's nice that they have some loyal employees they do have right. to pay them. <laughs> yes, this is true. And then Emilio goes to Ms. Santos to beg her to help them because right now their parents have a pro bono lawyer that, you know, just has too much on his plate to actually help them. Um, and she agrees to take the case. That's very exciting. Yes. Because now they actually might have a chance to reverse the deportation um we'll see i guess (laughs) and uh like when uh they told the parents that they would wait for them to get back to celebrate rafa's birthday but gloria wanted them to do something still like on the day of his birthday so they agreed to have like a dinner but lucia is like doesn't matter. I'm not showing up. Yeah. She made a new friend when she was in detention. Yes. Forgot what her name was. But, you know, she's kind of a bad influence. And, right. You know, convinces Lucia to have, like, a big party at her house. Right. Yep. She's like, oh, your parents are gone? Time to oh. party. Because, you know, that's fine. That's what you do. Yeah. It's like, I think in the original like she goes to like a club or something right yeah she goes to a club um but yeah it's like a huge rager too like there's like hell people at this party i was like ma'am why do you think this is a good idea when you have a literal infant living here i know (laughs) when everyone gets back i was like i was like oh no (laughs) it's like valentina and like the baby and yeah, Uh-oh. and Val- Valentina sees two people having sex in her parents' bed. Like, yes. yeah, not great. <laughs> I like. Okay, is this like? I mean, this happens in a lot of like movies and like teen dramas and stuff. But like, I guess it probably happens in real life. But like, I was never. I've never been to a party where people were just like randomly having sex in a stranger's like bedroom. Like, that's gross. Yeah, I mean, I would never do that. But like, 
I guess people do it. I I guess so. <laughs> I've never like ri- walked in on someone doing that at a party, no. but like no. I would like lock my room or something. <laughs> like, yeah, like get no one's here. getting in there. Yeah. 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 But yeah, traumatizing. So Lucia is just, I mean, not Lucia, like Valentina is just being traumatized left and right. Like, can we yeah. get some, get a handle on this, people? <laughs> At the deportation hearing, Valentina testifies as a character witness, but the judge does not reverse the ruling. Emilio spent 7000 on the lawyer and they are running out of money. Emilio decides to sublet his apartment and move home to help. Gloria wants to take Rafa to Mexico, but Javier disagrees. Emilio tries to set some ground rules at home, but no one listens. Yeah, so they have the deportation hearing. Valentina gives a very heartfelt testimony. Um, And then the lawyer gets up and is like, you know, the law says if there's an undue hardship, then... Um, then you can reverse deportation. And, you know, she said it's going to be undue hardship for Emilio to take care of all these kids. Then they're going to get separated and yada, yada, yada. And then the judge is like, well, that's not unique, though. Like, you're not special for getting separated. Yeah. All these parents are separated from their kids. Like, tell me something that makes you special, okay? No. Yeah. Goodbye. And I was like, damn. Like, so, like, basically, and I mean, I, like, they're just, I mean, we already knew this, right? But, like, the U.S. government, the U.S. law is just acknowledging, yeah, like, we're traumatizing these families, and we know it, but we don't care. Like, yeah, that's, And that's the fact up. that it happens so often is right. what makes it okay. Like, right, exactly, that exactly. backwards. It's like, this happens all the time. Like, you're not special, so it's yeah, fine. Sorry. It's like, but, like, if you have the ability to stop it, shouldn't you try? Like, uh. the lack of empathy in this country is truly astonishing and baffling at every turn yeah but yeah it was like and like like valentina's literally crying and he's like that was very nice valentina thank you but i <laughs> did not listen and i will not do it <laughs> like, yeah, it like, old, and especially like it's an old white man that's the judge of course so yeah. nope absolutely not mm. um yeah and i feel bad that <laughs> Well, like, I, I guess lawyers are expensive, but I'm like, I'm like, okay, she's, like, still charging them, like, so much. Right. And, like, like, they lost the case, too, so I was like, oh. Right. Like, shouldn't it be, like, one of those things where, like, oh, like, you only pay me if I win type of situations, you know? Because it's, like, if, like, they won the case, parents got to stay, and then, like, they had to scrape up $7,000, you know, it's kind of like, that's worth it. Like, okay. But, like, they're in the same position that they started in. You didn't do anything. Yeah, <laughs> like, also, like, her, like, I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but, like, her argument was not very convincing. Like, sorry. Yeah. Like, Valentina was more convincing. Yeah. Sad. But, the like, this also kind of happens in the original one where the eldest brother loses mm-hmm. a, a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. He, so he I, like, yeah. He, just, he like, like a... wanted to do, like, house flipping and then yes. Yes. it was, like, a scam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's, like, the parallel here. Yeah, <laughs> I think I just, so. Like, yeah, I was just like, oh, that that kind of sucks. They they still owe her yeah. 7000 even though they lost. Yeah, but, um, I mean, obviously, like, he was trying to help. Like, yeah. the intention was there. Um, yeah. Yeah, but then he decides to sublet his apartment and come home. And he's like, I'm going to step up for this family. And then he's yeah. like, I'm the parent now. And they're like... Mm. Mm, shit you are absolutely not you are not our parent which like the same thing happened in the original Mm -hmm. which but in this case they like their parents are still alive so it's like no 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 i can call i can call mommy on the phone like she's got facetime (laughs) like you are not Uh, our parent yeah in this case he he really isn't like their parent you know (laughs) because like their parents are still alive and they still face like they skype and yeah. stuff like we see the parents like yeah, they yeah. see them so it's like but i do understand like now that Emilio is stepping up he's trying to like lay down the law you know get the house in order and also like just so when the his parents like when they do see their parents on skype that the parents can see that like Emilio's is doing a good job right like that's also part of it 
So he's doing his best. Yeah, definitely. Um, oh, yeah. And this part I thought was interesting that, like, Gloria wants to take Rafa to Mexico with them because he's a baby. But then mm-hmm. Javier is like, no, he'll, he'll have a better life in America. Right? Right. I was like, oh, I, I don't know. I feel like if I was the parent, I would have taken the baby with me. Yeah. Maybe. I feel like, I feel like there really is no correct answer. Yeah. And that, like, like, there's going to be pros and cons to both choices. But in this scenario, I feel like Gloria is, like, very hopeful that, like, they're going to come back soon. So it's like, oh, I'll take Rafa with me. He'll be in Mexico with us for, like, a year or so. And then we'll be back in America and it'll be totally fine. And then Javi- on Javier's side, I feel like it's more, we're going to be in Mexico forever. Like, we're not going to get back to America. So, like, if we bring Rafa with us to Mexico, he will grow up in Mexico and he will never know America. And that's not what I want for my son. Like, that's kind of, like, the two sides, I feel mm-hmm. like, is where their heads are at. Um, so I feel like both, like, like, it's so uncertain. Like, the immigration policies and stuff are so uncertain that I think both sides are valid right and as far as like things that could happen but you know it's like I know I've also never lived anywhere but America so it's like you can't I can't really understand the like idea of like we need to go to America for like you know the American dream or like you know a better life or whatever because like they've they experienced their life in Mexico before so if they mm-hmm. don't want their kids to have that life, I could understand wanting them to grow up in America. But I also, it's also like Laura's point of like, he's a baby, like he needs his mom, which is also fair. You know, they're both. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think, I mean, I think it's mostly because um, this is party of five. And if the baby wasn't there, <laughs> there wouldn't It'd be party of four. Yeah. Like it wouldn't be party of five anymore. Um, <laughs> but I'm like, oh, I don't. I don't know. I feel like it's, like, a lot harder on the kids to, like, raise the baby. Mm, Yeah. You know? Like, the rest of them are self-sufficient enough. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they wouldn't have such a hard time, especially because, like, um, Beto and Lucia are, are, like, they can take care of themselves. And then they would just need to look after Valentina, really. Yeah. But, like, with a baby, it's a lot harder. Right. Yeah. But but yeah, I don't yeah, I don't think there's like a right or wrong decision. Right. It's just like it's like very complicated. Yeah. Um I will uh, I can give a bit of spoiler warning, but I will say at one point some of the children do go to live in Mexico. Oh, really? <laughs> one or more of them. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. So there is, like, that, that like, topic does come up a few times, like, throughout. And it shows, like, mm-hmm. 10 episodes. But it does, it is, like, kind of a through line of, like, like, what's better for us? Like, staying in America on our own or going to Mexico to live with our parents. Mm. So. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. They go to the detention center to say goodbye to their parents, and Gloria decides to leave Rafa with the kids. Emilio breaks the news to the restaurant staff and decides to prioritize running the restaurant. Lucia and Beto have a heart-to-heart. Rafa misses his parents and wakes them all up in the middle of the night. Emilio sings him back to sleep. Yeah, very sad scene. (laughs) Yeah. The parents being taken away and then all the kids having to say goodbye to them. Yeah, it's is tough. Mm. Yeah. But the you know the parents are, you know, like you know, we're so proud of you, you know, like you're gonna you're gonna be okay, but it's like it's like one of those things where you're like I'm sure, like, at least the older kids are, like, I know, like, I can be okay. Like, we're going to survive, but I don't want 
to, you know, like I don't want to do life without my parents here, you yeah. know, like, it's like, I shouldn't have to do this. I know mm-hmm. I'm able, but I don't want to be, want to have to be able to, Yeah, which is yeah. like hard because the parents are trying to be as positive as possible for the kids, but you know, it's a bad situation all the way around. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Amelia, I'm sorry, Emilio now decides he's going to take over the restaurant and actually get a job. (laughs) Right. He's like, Beto's going back to school and then I'm going to take over the restaurant. And it's like, no shit, Sherlock. Like, what do you think? Beto's going to run this restaurant? (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah. Good job. (laughs) The only adult of the family is finally doing the adult responsibility. Yeah, yeah. Like they need money, okay? Like you, yeah. you can't just someone get it together. Run off they have children band. to feed too, okay? Yes. <laughs> and this is also a parallel. Like I'm pretty sure there was a scene where the twins were on the swings in the original. At the hmm. end of the episode. Maybe. I think also in in the original one, they're not twins. Like okay. I think I, I wasn't sure the about boy that is like older than the girl. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, but they're very close in age. Yes, but they're it's not like, twins. Yeah. Okay, I think yeah, I think you're right, but I think twins yeah. makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> logistically. <laughs> yeah. I mm. feel like we also talked about that in the original. Like, what are the logistics of having a twenty four year old? And 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 a one year old like that's wild. It 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 does seem like they did not plan like any of these kids. Yeah. Because why? Yeah. Why would you have like a twenty four year old, a sixteen year old, a fifteen year old, a twelve year old, and then a a one year old? Like there's yeah. like very odd gaps between all of them. You know, like this, a one year gap versus like an eight year gap. Like right. Why in this in this show like in this one, um, they do say like when. Uh, Beto and Lucia are like having their conversation at the end like Beto's like well mom and dad like were not too much older than us when they came to America so like Emilio was already one when they came mm. so let's say when they say not too much older that like they were 18 when they came to America and then that okay. means they were 17 when they had Emilio so like they were very young parents mm. so like 17 plus 23 is 40. 40. So they were 40 <laughs> when, like, when uh, Rafa was born. Right. Like, roughly. So, like, they were definitely older parents when Rafa was born, but they were also very young parents when Emilio was born. Yeah. So I guess she just liked being pregnant. I don't know, man. Like, yeah. Some people just like that, you know, like Michelle Duggar. <laughs> I mean, that's a whole different situation. I feel like that's, but, a, that, yeah, that's an extreme case. That's an extreme but. case that we don't need to get into right now. But all I'm saying, it's like some women enjoy being Yeah. Pregnant. I mean, maybe, I mean, it's possible that, like, Rafa was a, like, oopsie, oopsie baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, I um. imagine it's hard to get, like, uh, women's, like, like reproductive health care when you're undocumented. So we don't need to get into that whole discussion, but (laughs) probably that's also probably true. Yeah. But yeah, it does set up for like an interesting dynamic between siblings when there's like different age gaps. Emilio's like old enough to be like Rafa's dad. And it wouldn't be weird, you know, right? Like he's, he's 24. Um, Yeah. And there actually is, like, a scene where they take Rafa to the pediatrician, and it's Beto and uh, Emilio, and then people are like, oh my gosh, like, what did you, when did you adopt? And they're oh, like... Oh, they think they're a couple? They're, yeah, they're like, oh, oh no, like, he's, uh, like, he's our, he's like ours, or I don't, I don't know what they say, and they're like, oh, like, who's... Oh, they're like, like, whose child is it? Like, whose child is it? And they're like, oh, both of ours. And they're like, you're both biologically, like, how does that work? 
and then they were like, "He's our he's our brother." <laughs> like, like so they like, think uh, they're like a gay couple at like the pediatrician, uh, which is like, I don't know. It's like a whole like a whole next level because like because I feel like there was a time where like there would be like two men and a baby, and you would assume like you you wouldn't assume they were a couple, right? Yeah, like back back in the day. Yeah. like a long time ago and then it kind of went full circle to where like it's very socially acceptable to uh, to assume two men have with a baby like are a gay couple with a child uh-huh. but they they that wasn't the case here they're <laughs> yeah. they're all they're all uh siblings but yeah. It, yeah like so it isn't crazy to be like oh a 24 year old or maybe yeah that's that's his child but um it's kind of even more far-fetched that it's his sibling in a way yeah i mean it might be more rare to have a yeah like a 23 age or year age gap between like siblings Um, but yeah and then i think this is also the same scene where rafa's crying and then all the siblings come to comfort Mm. the baby yeah yeah, and then they're all like, we're going to get through this together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they had, I feel like in the original, like, Lacey Chabert was, like, taking care of, like, the baby, like, the whole time. And then in this mm. one, there's, like, less. Like, Valentina's not really, like, like, she's more like, oh, no. I'm taking care of, like, the numbers at the restaurant. She's not, like, yeah, she's not tasked taking with taking baby. care of the baby. And I do think that it is interesting that um like you kind of like kind of hinted it at the end but like like beto's kind of the one that takes on the like more like like quote motherly tasks like he's Mm. the one that kind of like takes care of valentina when she's having trouble and like he like takes on responsibilities with baby and stuff like that and it's like he's like the more nurturing one and then like lucia is much more like like being a mother like freaks her out so she's like i don't know how to take care of a baby like i don't know what to do and like it comes more naturally to beto um so that's a kind of an interesting dynamic which i think is like, yeah cool yeah but, uh, yeah that's the end of the pilot yeah what'd you think i liked it i feel like all of these characters are very likable like, like yeah. I wanna, I wanna see them do well. Yeah. <laughs> like, and they're like pretty fleshed out for the pilot. Like mm-hmm. you kind of, I mean, they had like characters kind of to base them off of, but like you kind of get a, a sense for like who they are. Yeah, um, and they all have very distinct personalities, mm-hmm. which is nice. Yeah, except for Rafa. Sorry, <laughs> you're only one years old. <laughs> you don't get a personality yet. Sorry. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, there's not really any who's end game in this yeah this is definitely more of a family drama we we love those family dynamics emilio and then the server so yes um vanessa that's like a love interest um and then emilio not emilio lol beto starts dating some like really rich white girl um and that like becomes a whole thing um mm. and then uh Lucia explores her um her sexuality. So okay. I don't know if she like comes out as gay in the show, but like there's definitely like she like explores different things. Mm. Um, and then I, Yeah, I was sensing Valentina's some too young. tension with her new friend. Yes. Um. I don't think she actually dates that girl, but that was kind of like a bit of foreshadowing to like, ooh, like, is she gay or not? Um, and then Valentina's like too young to date. Yeah. So I don't She's think a that's middle like, schooler. She joins, the, she, dance, she joins a dance squad. So that's her. Oh, that's her fun. Yeah. Oh, but then like her whole thing is like she gives them like a white name because she like doesn't want to be like Mexican. Oh. Oh, Valentina. Like she, so when she like tries she out. She gives she, them like, a fake set, name. Yeah, like her name's oh, not okay. Valentina. It's like something else. And so then, like oh. when all of her family wants to go to like the dance performance, she like has to like pretend like she's like trying to. You know, she's like she's like people Valerie. Her, 
something. Yeah, I don't remember what the name she mm. gives, but they're like, oh, like, yeah, they're like, hey, Valerie. And then they're like, why the fuck are they calling you Valerie? Like, what's going on? So it's like that. Um, so like, it, that's also like an interesting dynamic um, that she like has like, she's like grappling with her identity of like being Mexican and, you know, stuff like that. So uh, I think it's like pretty good. Like, I'm, I'm sad it was canceled. Like, I feel like it yeah, would have been good. That's, that's really too bad. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I guess it didn't get enough views. Yeah. or something but mm. i feel like it's also i mean i don't know i mean i feel we talked about last week or like a couple weeks ago like dare me like premiered end of december and it was like why'd you do that like i don't know like if like premiering early january is also maybe a bad time i don't know yeah i don't know like i feel like primetime shows premiere not prime i guess primetime's not the right word but like shows that like have been running for a long time like they have like a fall and a spring season right so they'll like premiere when school comes back like september mm-hmm. and then if they have two seasons a year they'll be like a september and then like a um like a, a march or they're like a summer show you know like certain shows are summer yeah. shows and then they premiere in june but like premiering in january is like very weird i don't know yeah only the bachelor <laughs> premieres i guess that's true but that's like a staple like that's been around forever yeah i mean was was this a weekly show on freeform i think so okay yeah i don't know i feel like lately a lot of shows have been doing better like just being like on streaming services Mm. just like getting released at once so maybe like the weekly thing was not working out for them I recently mm-hmm. have been binging when shows come out. I've been binging them all in one day and it's like very not healthy for me, but it is enjoyable. So <laughs> I finally you know. watched the first season of White Lotus. <laughs> and then <laughs> I know I'm very okay. behind, but I was like, oh, for, and then I, yeah, I, just, I like, I yeah, I like both seasons of that. I just mm-hmm. binged um, the all of season two of Next in Fashion with Tan France and Gigi Hadid. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it nice i actually enjoyed i mean i don't think i've seen Gigi in anything i mean she's not like an actress right like i don't like mm-hmm. i don't f- keep up with Gigi hadid but it, she was fun on it so as a yeah I, I like Gigi yeah. in what i've like seen of her yeah. which is not much but you know yeah <laughs> but yeah i like and i like tan france so really recommend. yeah i like tan france too i love project runway or any of its knockoffs um so <laughs> That's it for this week. If you like our podcast, please give us five stars and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can follow us on Instagram at Not Another Teen Drama and on TikTok at Not Another Teen Drama Pod. And next week, we'll be watching Ragnarok. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.